Don't get scammed, comic fam. Let's get into it. Another week, another list, another nefarious scammer that is targeting multiple comic book channels. I'm talking about Gem and Collectibles. I'm talking about our channel, Comic Tropes, and many others in this space. There is a trending uptick that there are scammers in the comments section for YouTube videos for comic book content creators. If someone reaches out to you directly via a comment section, ignore it. We do not want to contact you on Telegram, and you do not have to pay money for us to send you something free. Members of this show have ComicTom101.com in their email address. That is the official contact, and we will only communicate, giveaway winners, and personal information via our secured website. Don't get scammed. And we're here to talk about the trending comic books this week. A lot of variety on the list this week. There are brand new books. We have She-Hulk spiking more books and even some speculation that doesn't have anything to do with anything in the news. We have nudity as well as affordable comic books to discuss. Let's get into it at the list at number 10. Fantastic Four full circle hardcover graphic novel. This was a Diamond Comics Distributors PX exclusive slip case that is seeing $65 average sales. We have Alex Ross making something monumental. We did see a high buy it now sale of $140 and the FOMO is real with this one. There are more buy it nows in the $100 to $110 range. There are only 3,000 of this book made and keep in mind that the slipcase came out this week, but the actual normal hardcover is coming out next week. So whether these prices are going to sustain, it may take a little while for the market to settle. $40 MSRP be spiking, and this is the first long-form work written and drawn by legacy creator Alex Ross. And he's combining his obsession with realism in comic books with the action, the form of Jack the King Kirby, whose birthday was this past week. Kirby's time working on the FF was often considered, has been considered, one of the greatest periods of comic book storytelling. Number nine on the list, Batman number 497. This is the Batman getting his back broken by Bane. What an iconic issue, and I remember vividly standing in line at Mile High Comics when they had the Anaheim store when I was 14 years old, grabbing this book for cover price. It's not cover price anymore, but still a very affordable $15, and we had a high sale of $99 back on the 15th of August. Around the same time, a new stand copy at a 9.8 sold for $360. There are nine 9.9s that exist and two 10.0s. This book had a 109% increase in copies sold because we finally found out that DC is doing a 30th anniversary release of the death of Superman. So there's a lot of speculation right now that we will be seeing a 30th anniversary release of the breaking of Batman's back. Another one of those iconic early 90s issues. Say what you will, capitalizing on nostalgia or relighting the flame. If this goes according to what they're doing this month for death of Superman, we can expect solicitations to begin sometime in May next year for the celebration of the breaking of the Dark Knight. 
Number eight on the list, brand new this week, Thunderbolts number one. The one in 25 Palo Siqueira ratio variant. We were seeing $35 average sales and a high sale of $50 for this really hot looking book. Super hot this week. A lot of people reached out. A little surprised actually how scorching and how many people wanted this book for a one in 25. That's actually a self homage of Devil's Reign, Villains for Hire number two, but it has this graffiti on it. Whether you want to get the set or secure low ratio Thunderbolt spec, this book be selling. With US agent and Yelena Belova, we know that there is Thunderbolts coming. Heck, Abomination we're going to be talking about later on this list. But keep in mind that this Trending 10 was sourced from a larger Trending 20 list over on Key Collector and a book that almost made this spot, The Amazing Fantasy number 1000, The Peach Momoko Virgin Variant. Comic Butch in the house. Another PX exclusive limited to 5,000 printed. So vibrant. See where that book landed on the Trending 20 the larger list on the best comic app in existence key collector comics support the show but do yourself a solid use code tom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription and see all of the features the app has to offer you can catalog your comics get suggested pricing stay up on the rapidly moving marketplace learn about funny books keep up with us and so much more. Next at the list at number seven, Wonder Man number one. Shout out Reggie Collects because he was telling people about this book for over a year and it's back on the list. We got a repeat offender. Now we have been talking about Wonder Man for the past year. $10 average sales right now. We did have a CGC 9.8 go for $200 on August 26. The crazy thing about this is that the speculation isn't even anything to do with Wonder Man. It's that Ben Kingsley is going to be reprising his fan favorite role from Shang-Chi and Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is one of my favorite MCU movies. Argue about that with me in the comment section <laughs> below, but don't try to scam me. We do have She-Hulk debuting this last month. Episode 3 goes full meta. The implications are outstanding where this show is going to lead and how it's going to affect the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We know that Wonder Man is going to be a comedy and that it's going to have to do with his acting career, which makes sense why we're going to see one of the greatest actors in the MCU join the team. What better way to tie Trevor Slattery, Ben Kingsley's failed actor persona into the MCU than in a Hollywood satire about failed actors and actresses. This Wonder Man show keeps sounding better every time I talk about it. At the list at number six, we're not talking Jim Carrey number 23. We're talking Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 23, debuting in 1989. Abomination's first battle with She-Hulk after episode three debuted this week. Very likely that we're going to see a episode four focus on the Abomination, which is spiking this comic book 113% this week. $8 average sales, $26 for a high raw copy. Now they're doing a great job laying all the breadcrumbs for this show. Episode number three is called The People versus Emil Blonsky, which is Abomination's real name. Now I know not everyone's going to go out and buy a first Abomination or a first She-Hulk, but you had a fantastic point when we were chatting about this. Sometimes people don't need the first appearance or the most expensive appearance. They just want an appearance. You want to commemorate what happened in the show. You want to be able to say, yes, Abomination is finding She-Hulk and I want to get this copy, which explains why this very last week we had someone buy a CGC 8.5 for only 20 bucks. That's less than it would have cost to get a raw copy graded from CGC. What do you think about She-Hulk? 
in the chat next at the list at number five one of the most underappreciated and undervalued keys from dark horse and it's not even a star wars comic book we have dark horse presents issue number 36 debuting in 1990 the first avp in comics alien versus predator oh my gosh tom i know you love this book because we used to have it hanging in our bathroom at our house forever that's true actually we had two copies because cover <laughs> a on the back has a gorgeous full page spread of AVP in addition, and they made a B cover with the back cover on the front. Did that make sense? It absolutely did, Tom. $25 average sales, $300 for a CGC 9.8. I'm seeing about the same price for the blue cover or the painted Dave Dorman cover, who again did a lot of those fantastic Star Wars covers, but whichever cover you prefer, this is a great book to pick up because Fire Guy Ryan even talked about this when I was talking to him earlier today. They just stopped the alien run from Marvel, started it over at issue number one. So now you have Predator starting at issue number one, Alien starting at issue number one. There's going to be a crossover between the two, and the new Hulu movie Prey has been absolutely killing it in the ratings. Rumors circulating that Hulu may be rebooting AVP with the success of Prey. This has me super hyped. I want to see the alien mythos, the Predator mythos live in streaming services. With the success of Prey, I think we're in good hands. Invincible number one. It's the hottest variant I have seen in forever. You you want one of these and you want to support the show, go check out the mystery mail call. Link down below. Go to comictom101.com to sign up. We teamed up with John Boy Myers. Mark flying through the back of a monster coming out the front cover. Full wrap around. We made trade dress, color versions, as well as limited color variants and a low print 120 foil. All going out at random this September, ComicTom101.com. As Russ just said, to support the show and secure your copy, we have at the list at number four, X-Men 123 that debuted in 1979. Sometimes books start spiking, and we don't know specifically why. There's an increase of 733% on this vintage book, this oldie that has seen $60 average sales for really quite some time. It's not really going up too high in price. We had a 9.8 that sold for $360 for a book that's from 1979. I mean, that's actually pretty low in my book. However, the all-time high was actually reached this past March for $410. Why? The strong uptick in price. It could be because more commentary on the controversy that's inside. <laughs> Tom, I was born in 1979 and calling me a vintage and an oldie, that's actually a little uh... bit offensive, but realistically, this is one of those X-Men books that you don't see a lot of love for. So it's interesting that all of a sudden we're seeing such a massive spike. I think a lot of people may have just finally found out that in the digitized version, you can see Storm's nipple. John Byrne drew this and in the original comic book, you can't because of the shading. So when they cleaned it up in the digital version, it is a little bit more apparent that she has recently stepped out of the shower and you can see half of her. Half of her indeed. It's a silhouette. But here's the thing. I have a copy of this. You can't see this in the original comic. Nope. The comic that's spiking. You know, I would understand if there was a like reprinted version of this, maybe a collected edition that this was president, that we would actually see some type of interest in owning the printed version of the comic. But that's not what's happening here. You know, this is a media slash 
you know, new learned key significance that has retroactively spiked a comic that doesn't have the interiors that would justifies the craze for a non-key book. We know what you like. Key Collector knows what you like. There is actually a button on the Key Collector app that talks about nudity in comic books. So get over there, you little horn hounds. You guys need yeah, to click on the button. Animals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Figure out what comics have the nudity in them. At the list at number three, we have Avengers <laughs> 221 debuting in 1982, seeing $15 average sales, $25 for a high raw copy. CGC 9.8 back in November 2021 sold for $270. This is a classic cover that I've loved for a long time. Yes, this is when She-Hulk joins the Avengers. Yes, it's when Clint Barton, Hawkeye joins the Avengers, but it's all about that empty space to save time. They didn't draw Invincible Woman, but she is definitely on this cover. <laughs> this is such a great classic cover, and I liked it so much, and obviously the artists at Marvel did, because they homaged it in New Avengers number 42. A secret invasion tie-in that features the Avengers heroes being homaged as scrolls, which is why they put a question mark over that square. They didn't go full lazy on this cover, but <laughs> we do have an increase of 260% this week because of the key significance because the She-Hulk show. Number two on the list, we kind of alluded to this earlier, Superman number 75. This is in fact the issue where Doomsday kills Superman. This was a massive issue when it came out in January of 1993. There were 6 million copies sold. There were four printings of both the direct and the newsstand. This was a massive monumental book. So the fact that we know DC is doing a 30th anniversary is causing this to spike $15 average sales, a high CDC sale, $285 for a 9.8. And the interesting thing that I found was even with 6 million copies out there, there are no 99s and no 10.0s. An increase of 167% this week. This right here is so exciting to me. Will this be a major key book that DC is going to release? Is it going to spike maybe a little bit? It doesn't matter. You said it earlier on the list that you remember when the breaking of Batman's back happened. You mm -hmm. remember when the polybag death of Superman debuted. Mm -hmm. We're going to get like right now while I'm alive an opportunity to kind of experience a taste of what that was like. You know, we have Doomsday or another version of Doomsday that is an antagonist that's going to go up against Superman in this polybagged comic. And I just hope that they include some of the fun things that the original did. Oh, it was so cool. Like, I remember going and buying my reader copy off the little corner store down in Richmond Beach. And then I remember going to Bigfoot Cards and Comics and buying the polybagged version. And it was that whole debate of, am I going to open the polybag or am I not going to? And I actually got home and slowly cut it open and gingerly pulled out. I saw that tombstone cover. I saw the black armband. I saw the newspaper clipping, the obituary. They did a fantastic job with the packaging back in 1993 when they first killed Superman. And I have a very strong feeling they are going to do a great job with this new polybag version coming out in a couple months. Explain that black armband because back then I didn't really understand why it was in there. But now as an adult, I do. So a lot of times when you go to funerals, not everyone is wearing all black, but one of the ways to mourn and commemorate someone who has passed away is by putting on a black armband. So they actually had a black 
like silk-ish armband that had the Superman S on it so you could commemorate the death of Superman. Just kind of a nice touch from DC Comics. I want to hear from the comic fam in the comment section below. We got a lot of OG collectors, OG readers. Let me know what it was like to experience that and are you excited to re-experience it with the anniversary issues? I'd want you to win this Omni-Man Tyler Kirkham Invincible number one variant that we will announce when we figure out fully how to take care of this scamming situation once and for all, big reminder, we will not contact you in our comment section requesting money ever. And at the list, at number one, hit the like and subscribe button. We have Hulk spec on the list. Number one on the list, Scar, Son of Hulk, number one. And this just amazes me that the Man of Steel is getting beaten by the Son of Hulk. But here we are. This is how popular this is. A 231% increase in copies sold this week. $20 average sales and $184 for a CGC 9.8 back in May of this year. There are 49.8s on the census. And this is the first full appearance and origin of the Son of Hulk. This increase in copies sold is likely because of the planet Hulk spec that's been happening low key for like the last eight months, but also episode three, you know, light spoilers here, but we see a connection that Hulk is going to make to Thor Ragnarok. We're going to see a little bit of the time he spent when he was full rampage Hulk. Now, the raw copies of this book are still pretty affordable, especially if we do end up seeing more World War Hulk or Son of Hulk Scar. Now, we do have a 1 in 20 Julie Bell variant that's selling on average for $35. We have a second printing that's going for about $10. We have a second printing that's like a sketch that's going for about $15. Third printing going for $25. And the cool one that I really like is the Carlos Pagulian variant. That's actually a cover B. It wasn't even a ratio, but still, those are selling very quickly. $12 averages on those ones. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, join myself and this guy on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. It's the sponsor of the show, Whatnot. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. We break out the giveaways, the key books, exclusives drops, and we do convention coverage. I'm headed to Portland, Rose City Comic Con next week. Bookmark the shows, link in the description. Get a $10 credit if it's the first time downloading after your first purchase. You support the show, I get a $10 credit. We can both buy more funny books. Sounds like a win to me. Have a great week.